0: I mean, God is so good, man. His word is everlasting. (laughs) I mean, sometimes you just get that. I like when he brings us into those holding patterns and says, stay right here for a minute. Let me open your understanding a little bit more. So we was talking last week. Now, keep it in mind, as always, when you're reading John. As a matter of fact, when you're reading the whole Bible, you've got to always remember those four reasons that John told us he wrote this epistle. Amen. Number one, to add to our joy. He wants us to have joy. Amen. And to serve God is fullness of joy. In his presence uh, is joy. The joy of the Lord is my strength. So they want to add to our joy. Amen. They want to bring some more understanding and more knowledge uh, so that we will always know that God is right there with us. The second reason was to help us to guard us against sin. God does not want us to allow sin to be in our lives. Amen. That was why Jesus came, was to take away the sins of the world. Amen. So we need to make sure that we're avoiding sin. We're staying away from sin. We're not allowing sins to to get into our lives. Amen. The third reason, amen, was to guard us against false teachers and false prophets. As we know, they're going to be. Jesus said in the last days, many would rise up, saying they have Christ and shall deceive many. We need to have the truth of God's word in us so that we can avoid the evils and the wrong teachings and the false doctrines, every wind, Paul says, of doctrines that's coming down the path line in these last days. God wants to guard us against that. He wants us to know his word. He wants us to know the truth of the doctrine of God, amen, so that we will not be led astray and seduced by every false wind and doctrine that comes our way. And the fourth reason John says he writes this epistle was to strengthen our faith. Amen. We want to have strong faith. We want to be solid. We want to be unmovable in the things of God. We want to take God at face value. We want to take his word at face value. Amen. We want strong faith. Because in these last days, the Bible tells us that anything that can be shaken will be shaken. And we don't want to be shaken. We want to realize that we're on a solid rock. We are firm and steadfast and unmovable. So he wants to strengthen our faith and also to help us to understand that we have Eternal life. Amen. And Jesus came to bring us that life and that more abundantly. So we want to always remember these four reasons and we'll stay on track. Amen. And we will make it to the end. Now in third John here, John began to write to Gaius. Now we remember second, the epistle of second John. You remember he says he was writing to the elect lady. But he doesn't give us a name of the lady, amen. So that, that when you look it up in the Greek, amen. A lot, like I said last week, when you think about Luke's writing to Theophilus, the name Theophilus means Christian. The name Gaius here in the third chapter means Christian as well. So they're really writing, I believe, now this is just your pastor, The this is not the scripture, amen, it, 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 it is trying to let us know they're writing these letters to the church, amen, they're writing them to us so that we will stay on track and be strong in the Lord. So he says, unto the elder, unto the well-beloved Gaius, whom I love in the truth, Amen. We've got to stay in the truth of God's word in this doctrine here. Beloved, I wished above all things that thou may prosper and be a good help even as thy soul prospered. We saw last week, we was talking about the soul being prospered, that that inner man needs to be renewed. He needs to be restrengthened every day. Amen. As the soul prosper, you're going to be in good health. And you would have good success. This is why the Lord told Joshua in Joshua chapter 1. He said, don't ever let the word of this book depart out of your mouth. Because you will prosper and have good success. If you want good success, you want to be healthy, you want to be strong, stay in the word of God. Amen. Don't let it go. Don't ever let it depart out of your mouth. Meditate on it day." And night and see what God will do. Because when you hide the word of God in your heart, what you're going to realize when you're going through things in your life, the word will come back to you and you can still praise God no matter what you're going through, no matter what you're facing. Your soul will constantly. This is why David says in Psalm 42, What's wrong with you, soul? Don't you trust in God? You want that inner man to always be able to get up, When you're going through things. If your inner man never allows you to get up and praise God when you're going through, he's weak. He's, he's, he's been malnourished. He's not being fed the word of God. You need to give him something to eat. Amen. You need to restore him constantly every day. You want to put the word of God inside of you so that you can prosper and be in good health. Amen. The church, as I said last week, if the saints of God are sick, amen, and not healthy and not prospering, the church ain't going to grow. See, we got to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. We need to have our inner man has got to be secured. He's got to be strong. That's the only thing that matters. That's the one that's going to be with God. You want him to be ready. Amen. This flesh is going back to the earth. You're going to get a new glorified body, but you need to have your soul ready to put on it. Put it in, should I say. Praise God. So John goes on here in verse three. He says, for I rejoice greatly when the brethren came and testify of the truth that is in thee, even that thou walkest in the truth. Amen. You know, when Pilate brought Jesus before him, Jesus began to talk to Pilate, and he says, I've told you the truth. And Pilate says, what is true? Amen. Truth is proven to be true. It is real. It is verity. It is something you can always count on. It doesn't change. It's the same yesterday, today, today. And forever. The thing I've found about truth is truth will reveal who you really are from the word of God. Amen. Truth will expose inside of you any hidden sin. Truth will will, will expose anything that is not like God in your life. It will bring it to the forefront so you will have an opportunity to take care of it. That's why a lot of people don't like the truth. That's why a lot of people don't like the church. That's why a lot of people don't like the Bible. They know. They know that if they come into relationship with God and His Word, they've got to change. They know the wrong they're doing already. And so that's why they don't want you to tell them about the truth. They don't want to hear the truth. Because they know if they hear it, they've got to change. Amen. Because it's going to expose who they are. Amen. And so that's why we need to hold fast to the truth. we got to preach the truth. Amen. Jesus says in John 8, 32, and you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Notice, it's called the truth. A lot of people say they're in the truth but are they really in the truth? See, because when you're in the truth, you're going to walk in the truth. You're going to live according to the truth. Jesus says in John 14, 6, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. See. So without the way you can't go, without the truth you can't know, and without the life you cannot live. See, so Jesus Christ is the truth. That's why when you look at John 1, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men, and the light shineth in the darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. And the Word, what? Was made flesh, and dwelt amongst us. And we beheld his glory, the glory as the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Amen. So Jesus says in John eight thirty two, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. So are you free? If you know the truth, you're supposed to be free. You're supposed to not be bound with sin. You're not supposed to be bound with all kinds of situations and circumstances and depressions and oppressions and anxiety and all this stuff. Amen. You're free. You've been set free. He opened the bars. He broke the chains. See, you, you've you got to get into the truth of God's Word. Jesus says there in John eight thirty one. Amen. He says, if you continue in my word, then you will know what? The truth. And the truth is what will make you free. you got to continue in staying in the word of God. This is why if you want your soul to prosper and you want your soul to be in good health, you've got to stay in the word. Because the Word is God. (laughs) You've got to stay in it. Amen. So, continue in my Word. Notice here, go to Proverbs real quick. Chapter 2. Can you guys bring that up? Chapter 2, verse 1 through 5. Chapter 2. Proverbs chapter 2. Verse 1 through 5. My son, or my daughter... Now, as I told you, we use the word son here because once you are born of the water and the spirit, you become sons of God, right? Okay, so we got that, all right? So, my son, if thou will receive my words, words and hide my commandments with thee, so that thou incline thine ear unto wisdom and apply thine heart to understand it, yes, if... Thou criest after knowledge, and lifted up thy voice for understanding. If thou seekest her as silver, and search for her as for hid treasures, then shalt thou understand the fear of the Lord, and find the knowledge of God. you ever want to know God, the knowledge of God? Do you want to find the knowledge of God? Seek the Word. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Respecting God, worshiping God, honoring God, reverence God. It gives you knowledge. Amen. It brings you into the truth. If you want to know the knowledge of God, if you want to know what God requires for your life, if you want to know how to live right, do right, be right, and know what is right, stay in the Word of God. It's the wisdom of God. Amen. You remember we talked Wednesday night about the wisdom of God. Wisdom is no more than knowledge, understanding, and discretion and how you apply it to your life and how it applies to other things. This is what God wants. The power and wisdom comes from God. Before he created anything else, I, wisdom, was right there with him. Amen. So we've got to understand what God desires us to have this truth. So John is saying to the church, look, I, I, I'm rejoicing when you start walking in the truth. You've got to live. Remember we said in last a month, last month, we was talking about the doctrine, and Paul told Titus there in Titus 2.10. He says you need to adorn, what? The gospel of the doctrine of God. You've got to put it on. You've got to start wearing what you're reading here. It's got to become a part of your life. You've got to live this. You just can't read it and not do it and expect to prosper and be in good health. You've got to read it. You've got to apply it. That's what God gives it to you for. Amen. It is no good to read Acts 2.38 and never get baptized and get filled with the Holy Ghost. Why did I need it for And then you're going to tell me I'm saved? I'm not saved if I haven't did what the Word told me to do. If I've never been baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost, I'm not saved. I don't care how much money I give to the church. I don't care how many hands I've shook. I don't care how many praise songs I've sung. I have to apply this to my life. That's why, you know, when you look at it, you know, that's just what James is trying to tell us in James 1. Don't just be a hearer of God's word. You've got to be a doer. Amen. A lot of people says, oh, yeah, well, I'm in the truth. But are you really in the truth? The truth is Jesus. So you've got to be in him. You've got to live in him. We put him on. This is what Paul is trying to get us to say, because we want to walk in the truth. Remember what he says in Galatians 5.16? This I say then, walk in the Spirit, and you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. If my flesh is trying to overpower me, then I've got to start walking according and living according to this word. That's how we walk. We put it on. We do what it says. What's the church's purpose? That we might walk worthy of the Lord, Colossians 1.10, unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God. If I want to know the knowledge of God, look what he just told me in Proverbs 2. Hide the word in my heart. Do what the commandments tell me. I'm going to have the knowledge of God. I'm not going to have it outside, you know, Of This this is why a lot of times people, you know, they, they don't understand God's knowledge. So when they go through things in their lives, they don't know what to do. They think to take the easy way out is commit suicide. That's the dumbest way out. Get to the word of God. Get into it and watch what God will do to your life. He will bring, He will expose those things that's not like Him and give you the knowledge of what you need to do. He will help us through. He wants us to live according to His Word. He is the truth. And the truth will make you free. You can be successful in anything you want to do. Stop comparing yourselves to other people. Let God do with you what He's doing with you. You got on the train at a different station. Amen. He's working all things for your good and for His good. We got to stay in this truth. We've got to walk in this truth. Go to Colossians real quick. Chapter three. Colossians. The New Testament this morning, chapter three, right behind the book of Philippians. <clears throat> That's the New Testament, but those of you trying to find it, <laughs> dropping down to verse twelve. Read twelve through fifteen. Paul, right into the church of Colossae here, he says, Put on, therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, vows of mercies, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering, forbearing one another, and forgiving one another. If any man have a qual against any even as Christ forgave you so also do ye and above all these things put on charity which is the bond of perfectness and let the peace of god rule in your hearts to that which to excuse me to the which also you are called and one body and be ye thankful let the word of christ dwell in you richly and all wisdom teaching and admonishing one another and psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making grace, singing with grace, excuse me, in your hearts to the Lord. And whatsoever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by Him. Amen. Notice, put on vows of mercy. In other words, get your heart filled with mercy. Amen full of compassion for the things of God. Love one another. Amen. Serve one another with a pure heart fervently. Praise God. Stay in the truth. Get this truth down inside of you so you're walking in truth, beloved, above all things. Amen. John says, It does me good when I hear that you're walking in the truth. we got to stay in the truth because the truth, will make us free. We want to have mercy. We want to have grace. Amen. In God here. So remember, amen, David writing in Psalms 19, verse 7, he says what? The law of the Lord is perfect. It converts the soul. The testimonies of the Lord are sure, making wise the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandments of the Lord are pure and light in the eye. The fear of the Lord is clean and doing forever. And the judgments of the Lord are true and they're righteous all together. Amen. God's Word is designed to change us. That's what truth does, is it exposes things so we can see. You want your soul converted. Amen. That's the thing you want to be right. That's the thing you want to be strong. That's the thing you want to be encouraged. Amen. In your walk with God, you want it to expose hidden things. You don't want to get before God and he says, depart from me. I knew you not. Get it right before. That's the purpose of this book. Basic instructions before leaving the earth. So it exposes us. It opens us up. This is what James calls it a mirror. You look in the mirror in the morning when you're shaving or you're fixing your hair or you're getting dressed. Some ladies carry them in their pocketbooks so they can look and make sure that they are still Intact, should I say, amen? And so, <laughs> they, you want to look in this perfect law of liberty and continue therein, and you be not a forgetful year, but a doer, what's going to happen? You're going to be blessed. This is what God wants. He wants you to be blessed. He wants you to be thankful. He wants you to in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God, in Christ Jesus concerning you. Amen. Praise God. I, you know, I can have a billion dollars, it, but if my soul is not prospering, I'm not successful. Money does not make you happy. <laughs> you know, you've got to realize the most important thing you've got is your soul. That's the most important thing. And if that bad boy is good, if he's strong, if he's caring for, her, if he's loving, amen, then you will realize how good God truly is to you, amen. You. Want-